Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Purdy, and I've spent the last 13 years helping women entrepreneurs build six- and seven-figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I am your host. Today's a great topic. I'm really excited to dig into this sales hack for today. This is something that I teach my clients. This is something that I wish I would have known when I first started sales. And I'm just really excited to share this list. I'm a tool person. I like specifics. I like a game plan. So I'm going to give that to you today. So if you're a note taker, this is going to be a good one to take some notes. That could be your favorite journal, could be your Google Doc, could be a post-it note. It's totally up to you. (laughs) I'm here for all of it. So today we're going to talk about a sales hack that's going to help you increase your conversion rate. So I know there's a lot of ambiguity with sales conversations and how we get to these million-dollar months that everybody keeps talking about. Here's how we get there. (laughs) It's okay if a million-dollar month is not your goal. It's okay if 10,000, 5,000, 1,000. The goals are all acceptable, all of them. But it's important to have goals. I'm going to teach you a little system that I use when I am moving someone through my sales process. It's really important to have clarity. That's the number one thing in sales is you have to have clarity. You have to be super clear on what your offers are. And then you also have to be really clear on what your pricing is. And I know that might sound really basic, but I can't even tell you how many times I've had conversations with potential vendors or coaches that I'm looking to hire. And there's some ambiguity with their pricing. They have a bunch of packages. It's just not clear. It's not clear to the person that they're talking to. So that's super, super important to make sure that you're clear on what your offers are and what your pricing is for each one. And make sure that they make sense. Not offers make sense. I'm not a fan of having different packages and different levels. That can get really confusing to the person that you're selling to. So simplicity is always better. Okay. So here is your sales hack. Today's sales hack is pretty simple. I like to keep things simple around here. It's a hot list. That's it. It's a hot list. So with all of our social media accounts and email accounts and people texting us and all the things that are happening throughout the day, it's important to have a list. We cannot retain all this information in our brains. It's just not possible. So let's make a list, shall we? So this hot list is basically a way for you to gauge the interest in a potential client. So here's what I do. In my office, I have a whiteboard. On the whiteboard, I have a few different I don't know, boxes. And they are percentages. So I have zero as in 0%, 25 for 25%, 50, 75, and 100. So there are, I have four boxes. And then on the side, I put the people that I'm assigning a zero. So we're going to start at zero. Everybody starts at zero. All of your potential clients, people that you're interested in working with, anybody who strikes your fancy, put them in the zero column. It's the starting off point. It's a great place for everybody to start. It's a level playing field. So now what we have to do, this is going to look a little bit different for for you than it does for me, but I want you to quantify what each level after zero is. For example, 
what makes someone at 25%? And when we're talking about percentages, we mean percentage of signing with you, percentage of being a, of converting, percentage of them becoming a client. That's what we're talking about. So when we're at zero, we have nothing that says they are interested in working with us. They are just someone who, for whatever reason, strikes our fancy. We think they might be interested. We're not really sure. Maybe they made a post on their social media. They need some help with certain things, but we don't really have any more information. So we're going to put them in the zero. So now we're going to get to 25, as in 25%, 25% likelihood that they are going to be a client of yours. So the way that I quantify this under 25 I have that they have inquired. So this person moves up from zero to 25. If they have inquired with me or sent a DM or commented on a social media post, it takes a lot for someone to write a comment on someone's social media post. It's not everyone does that all the time. If they take the time to do that, put them in the 25. Maybe they reached out to you and said, Hey, I'm really thinking your last post was great. I'm not really super clear on what you do, but I'd like to learn more. They've sent you a DM, they've inquired. So that to me is 25%. You are now on the board. (laughs) So let's move them up to 50. The way that I quantify 50 in my world is that they have told me that they're interested in an offer and they want more information. So I know it may not sound like a big difference between 25 and 50, and there's not a ton of difference, but 25, they're just commenting. So it's like really passive communication. And when I move them up to 50 is when they actually have a conversation with me and they want more information. So they've said at 25, they're like, oh, what do you do? And at 50, you've told them what you do. And they have said, oh, I'm interested in hearing more. How do we, how do I get to talk more about this with you? So that's the differentiation there for me. So now how do we get them to 75? So at 75, the way that I quantify this, and again, this might look a little bit different, a little bit different for you, but the framework I think is helpful to share. At 75, you've had a sales conversation with them. You've gotten them on a call. You've answered their questions. They've gotten a lot of clarity about what it is that you do and how you can help them. They seem receptive to you. They've had, you've had a great conversation. It feels really good. So that's how they get into the 75. Once you have the sales conversation, if they have said that they're not ready to pull the trigger, maybe they need to talk with a partner because the investment is... is substantial enough to talk to your partner. (laughs) Or maybe they just need to take an evening to think about it and journal. Some people meditate or whatever. So I will leave them hanging out in 75. And then I give people, as I've said in many podcasts before, when I have sales conversations, I give people 24-hour notice, or sorry, 24 hours to respond and make a decision. Because if you let it go on any longer than that, fear takes over and they talk themselves out of it and you're not doing them any favors at all or yourself. So Let's say you've had a sales conversation. They're really excited. They're receptive. They have to check with their partner. So they're in the 75 bucket because you're feeling good about it. So then the next day you talk to them and this is where they either move to the hundred or they get taken off the list. So the next day you have another conversation. You said a meeting the day before in your initial sales conversation and you say, so are you ready to move forward? It's really important to have that clear question in sales. Are you ready to move forward? I've got a contract ready for you. We can start next week to build your course, build your website, whatever it is that you might do for your clients. Are you ready to move forward? And if they say yes, they're a hundred. I think that part's pretty easy. hundred means they're closed. They've gone through the entire process with you. 
if they say, no, I, I think I'm going to wait or whatever their reason might be, then great. They're off the list. They have moved through. They have not hit a hundred and that's okay. And the timing is not right for them. And maybe it's not right for that offer, but maybe there's another offer in the future that might be a better fit for them, which is great. So this is a tool. This is a hot list. This is what I use to move people through my sales process. And we just get so distracted every day. There's so much happening at at home, at the office, outside, inside. There's just stuff happening everywhere. So in order to keep these leads straight, I highly recommend having a hot list. It can be anywhere. It can be on a Post-it if you don't have office space, if you work from home like I did for many years. Write it on a Post-it or a Google Doc or whatever speaks to you. It's a really important tool to have when you're moving people through your sales process. And it also takes the emotion out of the sales process. This is super important. I know that our businesses are our blood, sweat, and tears. I know that firsthand. But it's also really important to take the emotion out of the sales process. And having a hot list like this with numbers and criteria helps you do that. Because otherwise, here's what happens, because I know this, because I did it for years. I would have these DM conversations with people and they would say, oh, I see that you are a business coach and that you help people create courses and other offers. And I would say, yes, I do. Is there something, do you have a course in mind? We'd have a little conversation and then nothing. And then I would say, oh, I guess they don't want to work with me or they've changed their mind or they're not interested. But really what happened, (laughs) and I know this for a fact from lots of funny conversations, What happened was their kid ran in the room and they had to go make dinner or they looked at their Amazon tab and got started shopping and just forgot. We all do that. That's what technology does to our brains these days. She just forgot. And if I had had the system in place back then, her name would have been on my whiteboard in the 25% box. And the next day I would have been like, oh, we'll call her Julie. I don't know why. Oh, Julie's in the 25%. I got to check in with her today. I see where this conversation is. So because I got to move her one way or the other, it's not an emotional process at that point. It's just a logical process. So I highly suggest that you use something similar to this. If it speaks to you, it's really important. It's also important to know that your offer is not meant for everyone. And again, that's taking the emotion out of it. So if after a great sales conversation, they're excited, you're excited, they need to check with their partner and take an evening to think. And they come back the next day and say, no, I'm not going to move forward for whatever reason. We're not here to judge people's reasons at all. We're here to help them and empower them. It could be just that your offer is not meant for them right now. That's okay too. It's not your fault. It's not a personal reflection on you <laughs> at all. It's just maybe the timing's off. Who knows? There's a lot happening for people personally that they're probably not going to share with you on the initial sales conversation. So we can't take things like this personally. We just can't. And we also do not chase. So when someone says to me, you know, the timing's not right. The investment is outside my comfort zone or whatever that reason might be. Okay, great. I'm not going to chase. I will send you tools if you need some simple tools and I have them readily available. I will send them to you 100%. And to me, from a sales perspective, that actually speaks volumes. It is much more powerful and supportive than continuing to reach out to someone to try to convince them to join your program because we don't chase. No one wants to be chased. I don't want to chase. 
I know my program's outstanding. I know the people that I have helped over the last 13 years are doing well and making a lot of money and have created these really amazing businesses. I don't need to chase people. And I'm here to empower people, not to intimidate them or strong arm them into making a big decision. That is not the vibe. So I also, I really want you to, my last thought here is I want you to really be aware that when people reach out to you for help or support or clarification or anything, they're looking for leadership. So when we hire someone to help us in our business or in our life or emotionally, spiritually, financially, we're looking for leadership. When you have these conversations with people, be the leader that they are looking for. For example, if someone has a conversation with you and you give them your pricing for your offer and there's this weird silence because that's what happens when we talk about money and you start talking just to fill the silence, you're taken away from your leadership. And if you're not clear on what your pricing is, <laughs> say you've said, my program is 1200 and then there's a weird silence. And then you say, but actually, if you want to do 1000 or 900 that's okay too. <laughs> you are completely diminishing your leadership because that tells the person you're talking to that you don't really have any idea what your pricing is. <laughs> and if they're looking for a strong leader and support in whatever area that they're needing support in, you won't be looked at as the leader that they're looking for. So tell them about your offer, quote the pricing that you want to quote, and then wait. You have to be okay with silence when you're talking about signing someone into a program. You have to be okay with it. There's, I've been in sales since I was 17 years old. I feel like I'm a hundred now. Most days. I'm not a hundred, but sometimes I feel like it. And so when I was 17, I went into sales and I went into this sales seminar. And I think it's sales 101 or whatever that thing was. And they said, he who speaks first loses. And that is a sales phrase. When you're talking about pricing, what the investment is, share that information and then you wait for the other person to respond. Because the other person is processing this information. They're thinking about it. They're visualizing where this decision could take them. There's a lot of ideas that swirl around your head when you're making these big decisions that are going to lead to big transformations. So let that person have that time to process. And I promise you, it's only a few seconds, <laughs> but there's this discomfort when we're talking about money. And it's just a natural thing that we have to train ourselves out of. It took me a while to train myself out of it. And it's so powerful to give someone that information and then just let them process. Be the leader. Don't be the nervous talker who's feeling silence all the time. <laughs> so keep that in mind in your next sales conversation and be sure to make a hot list. You can make a hot list right now. I'm sure there's a couple names in your head that have been swirling around that could start at zero on your hot list. It's a great tool. I love it. I use it all the time. It's on my whiteboard. And like I said, it takes the emotion out of the sales process. Okay. I hope this episode of Tech Champagne was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. 
And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.